You're listening to a guidebook to God, a series set to help guide Muslims to righteousness and to good conduct. Tune in with me, your brother Yahya Ibrahim, as we go through this journey together. Let's get started. Bismillah. Loving your parents, respecting them. Birrul walidain. That's usually how I like to translate birrul walidain, you know, being dutiful to your parents. Forget all that. I like to say it loving your parents, showing them the love and the respect that they are due, showing them the care and the comfort that they deserve, being a person who is under their feet in, in uh, acceptance of their direction and their teaching. All of that is congruent and in spirit of the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Did you know that whenever Allah orders us to worship nobody other than Him, that the very next statement, وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا And treat your parents with good ethics and manners. Did you know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala invites us to having birr, which is to be opposite to what most other people do for their parents. Most other people are not kind. Most other people do not give time. Most other people are not generous with their wealth and their energy and their effort. Most other people do not call their parents each and every day. Most other people are those who if you were to ask their parents and if they were to be honest, they would say, my heart is darkened towards them. I'm not happy with them. They haven't respected me as I deserve. They haven't appreciated the sacrifices that I've made. I've been a single mother trying to help my child and they haven't appreciated it. I've been a father who works all day, slaves all night to put halal income on the table. I drive a taxi or I'm standing in an operating theater as a, as a doctor. I'm doing the best I can for my children but I come home and ask for something as simple as, have you prayed? Have you done the simple obligations of life? And the answer is disappointing. Moses, Musa salam, asked Allah once, this is recorded by Imam al-Dhahabi. He asked, he said, Oh Allah, man yujawiruni fil jannah? Who will be my neighbor in paradise? And Allah said to him, Innahu sallakh, it will be a butcher. Musa was surprised. Well, you know, Harun and Ibrahim and, you know, a butcher. Who's this butcher? He's not even a prophet or a messenger of Allah. Oh Allah, arini iya. Oh Allah, let me meet this man. Is he alive? And Allah says, yes, take this path, go down to this area, travel to this land, and you will find a man who is preparing a, 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 a meat that he has just slaughtered. That will be your neighbor in Jannah. So Musa finds this man and is observing him from a distance, trying to find out the reason. What does this man do that will make him at the level of the one who speaks to Allah, the one who combated Pharaoh? What has he done to deserve such a high place in Jannah? And after hours, he doesn't see anything significant. And as the sun is beginning to set, the butcher has packed up his shop and he's taken a little bit of meat with him. And Musa comes to him and he says, he doesn't know who Musa is salam. He says to him, I'm traveling through this land. Can I spend time in your home? Would you be generous? And the man said, yes, but I'm going to be busy for the first little while. So keep yourself occupied. Don't take it as a sign of disrespect. And when I'm free, I will tend to you and we will eat together. And as Musa comes to this man's very modest small home that's near a river, he sees that the man enters the home and has lit a fire outside it and gotten a pot of water heated up and goes into the home and from a top shelving area, he brings down this large basket. And in this basket folded up in nice, uh, you know, uh, linen is this old frail woman. And the man carries the basket down to the river and removes this old frail woman from it 
and bathes her in the river, washes her clothes after, changes her clothes, sits her near the fire, combs out her hair, all the while the meat that he had brought with him from the market is being cooked, and he's combed out her hair, dressed her, washed her clothing, hung it up, and Musa is watching from a distance intent on, wow, what is happening here? And finally, the man takes some of the meat and begins to chew it up and begins to feed this woman. And every time from a distance, Musa sees that this woman is eating and enjoying the meal. He sees that she's saying something, but Musa is too far, alayhi salam, to hear it. So afterwards, the man wraps her up, bundles her up, recites some prayers with her, kisses her and loves her and entertains her. And then darkness has fallen. He puts her up in the, in the shelving again and she falls asleep. And then he turns to Musa and he says, this is the remainder of the meat. Let's enjoy our meal together. Uh, what's your name? Where have you come from? Musa says, no, 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 no. Before all that, wh- who are you and wh- who is this woman? He says, innaha ummi. This is my mother. And Musa salam says, your mother? He says, yes. He said, kem min sanatin. How many years have you been serving her in this way? He says, li sinin. It's been 10 years that I've been entertaining her in this way, cleaning her, looking after her, you know, bathing her, feeding her, nurturing her. And I've st- I haven't gotten married yet because I wanted to be the one who serves her. I didn't want, you know, anybody else who comes and would distract me from her. So I've given my full attention to her uh, until Allah makes it easy. And he said, you know, I wanted to give her all this love. So Musa said, I saw that when you feed her, you've chewed the meat. And then she, he goes, she doesn't have teeth anymore. So I feed her. He said, well, what does she say when you feed her? I saw every time you feed her, she says something. And the man said, every time I feed her, she makes dua for me. And Musa said, what's the dua that she, she makes? He said, my mom, every time I feed her, she says, Allahumma ja'anhu ma'an nabiyyin. Oh Allah, put him in the rank and in the height of the prophets of God. So Musa السلام, wept and he said, لذلك, It is because of this that you will be my neighbor in Jannah. And Musa lets him know that he is the Prophet of Allah. Musa and subhanAllah, it's such a beautiful, beautiful statement from the seerah of Musa السلام. I want you to consider the power and the beauty of the dua of your parents. The power and the beauty of doing what other people don't do. This is birrul walidain, doing what other people would not do. Caring in a way that other people would not create, uh, care. There's another story that uh, Al-Imam Al-Dhahabi in Al-Kaba'ir in the book titled The Major Sins describes a, a man who was a Sahabi of the Prophet ﷺ, that he was ill and the Sahaba next to him sat with him and said, قُلْ لَا إِلَهِ إِلَّا اللَّهِ It's your final moments, you're about to die. Say لَا إِلَهِ إِلَّا اللَّهِ But he was unable to say it. And they came to the Prophet ﷺ, Bilal comes and says, O Messenger of Allah, he's unable to say it. We keep telling him, but it's as if it's on the tip of his tongue, but he's unable to say, لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ We're fearful for him. The Prophet ﷺ said, Bring me his mother if she's alive. And the mother comes to the Prophet ﷺ and he says, how is your son? She says, كَثِيرُ الصَّلَاةِ He prays a lot, he fasts a lot. He says, no, I don't ask you about how he is with Allah. I ask you how he is with you. And she said, إِنِّي سَاخِطَ O Messenger of Allah. I was upset with him, O Messenger of Allah. So the Prophet says, يَا بِلَالْ إِجْمَعِ الْحَطَبِ Bilal, gather lots of firewood 
and burn the house down with him in it, for it's better for him to die in punishment in this dunya than in the akhirah. And the mother, she heard this, she says, Oh no, Messenger of Allah, Wallahi, I swear to you by Allah, I have forgiven him for what he has done and how he wronged me. Oh Messenger of Allah, I forgive him and I love him. Oh Messenger of Allah, I want for him a high place in Jannah. And the Prophet said to Bilal, go check on him. And by the time Bilal came near his home, they could hear him from outside the house saying, La ilaha illallah, Muhammadun Rasulullah. Your life, the light of your life is your connection with your parents. Honor them, love them, earn your reward through them. Abdullah ibn Umar as a narrator in Sahih Muslim, he saw a man carrying his mother in Hajj. Imagine this man came from Medina on foot all the way to Mecca, three weeks journey on foot, carrying his mother, performed all of the Hajj and the Tawaf and the Sa'i. He did all these things and he turns to Abdullah and he says, can you believe I've carried her all this way? Has this repaid her for some of the kindness she showed me? And Abdullah ibn Umar said, وَلَا بِطَلْقَةٍ وَاحِدًا Wallahi, the pain of her delivering you in your birth has not yet been equalized by all of the service that you have done. May Allah honor us with the honoring of our parents. May Allah give us birrul walidain and make us from those who will receive it from our own children. If you are young or old, nobody is more significant in your connection to Allah than your father and your mother. And your mother is more important in this regard than your father, even though it pains me as the father وصلي اللهم وسلم وزد وبارك على سيدنا ونبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم السلام عليكم ورحمة الله it's your brother Yahya Ibrahim